America needs revival. Amen. Uh, the, the, I want to share a few things with you. And I know, I know it's, uh, I, told, I told Pastor Mark, I said, you know, we, we got to, um, uh, we, the, the, the meetings are subject to the Holy Spirit. That's the disclaimer. Amen. They're subject to the Holy Spirit. It's subject to the Holy Spirit. Amen. What the Spirit of God wants. And so I just sense this morning that God wants to just uh, remind you once again. I want, I want to read, read a few portions of, uh, of, of the word from you about some of the things that have been going on. And I do not know if you're aware of it. But, um, you know, it's, it's time to turn the Titanic around, we call it. Amen. And, and, and it's going to take a real move of the Spirit of God. Um, I want you to listen to this. Um, this was a great man of God. His name was Smith Wigglesworth. I don't know if you heard of Smith Wigglesworth. And, uh, and this is what he said. He said... Um, and I want to just go ahead and just share a few things with you. Um, this is what's called word and spirit. And thank God for the word. We need the word. Psalm 138 verse 2. God says that the word says that God has exalted his word above his name. Amen. So we're not going to go there with the, with the, with the exponential favor. I'm going to just stay with this this morning and, and just see how the Lord amen, wants to take us. The Bible says God has exalted his word above his name. Psalm 138 verse 2. Can you say amen? So I want to speak to you extemporaneously about the Spirit of God you know, as much as I can. But I want to just lay a little bit of a foundation. Amen. Wiggles were the great man of God. Amen. Just, uh, just uh, signs, wonders, miracles from England. I mean, just moved. With, with just, just, today, people, they wouldn't have him in, the, in, in most churches today. They want to have him. We'd love to talk about Wigglesworth. You know, love to talk about all the miracles and, and all the wonderful way. You know, he went to Africa once and, and had, I mean, powerful crusades. He punched a woman once and the woman turned around and punched him. And then she went home and discovered that she was healed. And the next day she pushed through the crowd and, for, and asked for forgiveness. Said, please forgive me, you know. <laughs> so, so, you know, some, you know you, there are times where the methodology, say methodology, amen. We, we, God will offend the mind to get to the heart, so to speak, amen. You see, He's God. He can do whatever He wants. We can't put God in a box and say, God, you can only move by the laying on of hands or by the spoken word or the prophetic word. And, you know, we've we got to get out, we've got to, we have got to understand that God is God. He has an attitude. He can do whatever He wants, how He wants to do it. Can you say amen? And the reason why we're not seeing the move of God in America is because we're too sophisticated. There are no demons here. The demons are all in the, in the third world countries. I've got news for you. A dry place is a habitation for demons. If you're dry, you are a target for the devil. The Bible says when the, when the, when the spirit leaves, it goes and roams in a dry place. Satan loves dry churches. You see, if you have just the word, the word, the word, you will dry up. If you have just the spirit, 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 you're going to blow up. You've got to have the word and the spirit to grow up in God. Can you say amen? You've got to give credence to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything is subject to the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? And so what we do many times is that we don't make room for the Holy Spirit. We love, we, we talk about the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit shows up, we do not know what to do. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. We, you see, we, 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 most churches right now put a gag on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. They got him up some, some back room up there. So you're not going to disturb the service. You see? The Bible says that when Peter was called to the house of one Cornelius, while Peter spake, the Spirit of God fell. What are we going to do while the man of God is speaking the Word of God? The Bible says while he spoke, the Holy Spirit fell. 
It's called divine interruption. Amen. We want some divine intervention and some divine interruption. Hallelujah. Well, and then we, want, we also want a divine eruption. Can you say amen? Because when God shows up, it's not going to be same old, same old. You're not going to just sit there, you know, and look like a space cadet. You know, I promised you if I took one of these light bulbs out and stuck your finger in it, there'd be a whole lot of shaking going on. You know, you're going to put your finger in there, you know, something's going to give. But you see, it's not about the manifestation, it's about the manifesto. We're not seeking manifestations. You know, lots of times when people, people don't understand, uh, they, don't have the, they don't understand the theology of the anointing, the power and the presence of God. You see, if you live by principles, you will always succeed. Amen. But if you live by the presence, you'll never fail. Amen. You see? Israel, if you go study the old covenant, this is old now, folks. How much the Bible says that the new covenant is what? It's a better covenant. Right? It's called the more excellent way. I said the more excellent way. Under the old covenant, the tribes, when they got together on a Sunday morning, they never get around the word. They encamped around the presence of God. They lived their very lives out of the presence. You see, but today we camp around a message. We camp around messages and sermons. Yes, we need that. If you track long enough, I've been 35 years in the ministry. Amen. But we, if you worship the word, it's idolatry. If you worship your praise and worship the word of God, it's idolatry. We worship the living God. And we know that God, amen, we thank God for God's word, his final authority. Hallelujah. Amen. And, we, and, and so most of the times you find people don't have an understanding. Uh, let me have this Bible right over here. This was my Bible that I used to, and I carry it, amen. And, uh, you know, I just carry from time to time because you never know, you know, when. But, you know, I have a cologne over here. This is, this is a, a very, very expensive cologne. And it's, you know, it's, it can tell you how expensive it is because it comes to give you a traveling, traveling bottle, amen, to go with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> amen. But the point is, if I, if, you know, if the thing is, if, I, if you smell this cologne, you know, most of the time, people don't understand this. Then, this, when you smell the cologne, man, how many of you? How many of you use cologne? Men, 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 amen. How many of you like like the just the just the fragrance of the cologne? Amen. You know, sometimes we wonder why people don't sit next to us. You know, um, so but but I mean, colognes are good. Amen. So 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 if I put this on this brother's hand, smell that, my dear brother. Smells good. Amen. So, you see, the thing is, he says, he says, smells good. Amen? So, so, there's the thing. The anointing, the power, the presence is just the cologne. It's not the real deal. The real deal is the person. You love my cologne, but you don't love me? You see? I was in a store once. I was with Elisa Viejo, and we had our home there in California. And anyway, I went out there to get some screws. And I was, in, I, was in a, I was in another aisle, different aisle altogether. And this woman said something. She said, somebody is wearing a cologne that my husband wears. And she, and she, she said, I, I know the smell. So everybody kept quiet. And basically, I was wearing the cologne. I was in the aisle, not in that aisle where she was. But she smelt it. You see? 
And so many times what happens, people come in the sense, the anointing, woo, I feel, did you feel that? Do you feel that? It's more than just a feeling. Amen. What are you going to do with the feeling? Leave, you can be like a bump on the log, like we say, right? Thank God for the feeling. Thank God for the healing. Yes, we need the power. We need the presence. But we don't live for that. We live for Him. And He's coming back to center stage. Can you say amen? Revival is Jesus Christ coming back to center stage. Because the old stage is broken down. Amen. God is building something new and something fresh. Can you say amen? And so we need to embrace the move of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the Word. But the Word of God must be preached with signs and wonders following. God, the Bible says the Lord worked with them, confirming His Word with mighty signs and wonders following. You know, today people need a miracle. Amen. They don't have health insurance. Don't want to go get in that. that, You know, we don't get into that right now. People people are are suffering. Amen. People have needs. Can you say amen? And the church is the answer. We are the answer. Can you say amen? We are living in a time where people are getting very, very desperate. Hallelujah. And we better be ready, praise God, to minister life. Amen. The Bible says there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. Hallelujah. We, the Bible says there is a river in the book of Psalms that says whose, whose streams, say streams, make glad the city. Hallelujah. God wants the city to be glad. Now when God moves past the mark, some get mad, some get sad, and some get glad. You see that? And when God begins to move, you'll always get three elements. Somebody said, what are those three elements? I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you. Number one, you'll always get the demonic element manifesting. We need God to move. Can you say amen? We need all that, all that, all that dead wood to be, to be blown out of the water, so to speak. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. We need God to come and touch our lives. Hallelujah. We can pray about it. We can fast about it. Wait upon God upon it. But when God shows up, you see, what are we going to do? How are we going to just go... Ooh, did you sense that? Oh, it was a wonderful meeting. No, no, it's not just about people falling down. It's not just about the, about the anointing. It's a, thank God for we need that. Hallelujah. We don't downplay the miraculous. You take the miraculous out of this Bible and you got a very, very thin paperback. From generations to revolutions is all miracles. Hallelujah. You are a sign. You are a wonder. Amen. Praise God. You bring someone to happen. Hallelujah. You're not an accident going somewhere to happen. You are a miracle going somewhere to happen. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? So you study the word of God. You'll find right down through from the book of Genesis all the way through. God is the God of the miraculous. Amen. I mean, you think about it for a minute. Just stop for a minute and say, what would that, what would that Bible be without signs, wonders, and miracles? The Bible says we are a people for signs and we are a people for wonders. Can you say amen? And I love what Pastor Mark says. Revival is here. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Without waiting, Hallelujah. revival is here, it's now. Yeah. But how are we going to respond to it? What are we going to do when our God touches our lives? We've got to allow God to touch others and tell others. Can you say amen? amen. About look what the Lord has done. We can't just keep it to ourselves. It's about loving God, loving people. It's about the great commandment and the great commission. Amen. It's all about Him, folks. Hallelujah. And so you, you could understand something, and that is, Wigglesworth said something right here, and I want to read this to you, and this is what he said, and this is where the, I believe the, this is where the church needs to understand where we're at. See, he prophesied something many years ago. He said there's coming a word movement, say a word movement, and then there's coming a move of the Spirit of God. He, this is what he said. He said, when the Word and the Spirit come together, say Word and Spirit come together, 
there will be the biggest movement of the Holy Spirit that the nation and indeed the world has ever seen. It will mark the beginning of a revival that will eclipse anything that has been witnessed within these shores. Even the Wesleyan and the Welsh revivals of former years, the outpouring of God's Spirit will flow over from the UK to the mainland of Europe and from there will begin a missionary move to the ends of the earth. A great man of God, his name was Paul Cain. He said, God will offend your mind to reveal the heart. See, in other words, are you willing to play the fool for God's glory? We can't hold back. This is not the moment for us to sit back and, and hold back and just play church. Amen. God's got a vision. God's got a mandate. God's got a commission. Hallelujah. And that's what this local church is all about. Can you say amen? Kingdom Rock is the reason why you exist is for number one. There's one purpose and that is to glorify God. Amen. I don't know your testimony, but you've probably gone through many seasons you know, you've got to be in the ministry for a couple of years to know what, what the churches go through, what the pastor goes through, the sleepless nights, amen, walking, praying, believing God. Think about it, then people come and say, Pastor, you know, I'm, I'm behind you, they're so far behind, you can't even find them anymore, you know. Well, Pastor, I'm behind, the pastor says, yeah, that's why I can feel that, that sharp pain, they've got a knife behind him in the back, you know. I'm behind you, Pastor, I'm behind you, Pastor, you know. Uh, You know, and then, and, then, and then people will come over and begin to, begin to you know, we've we got to learn to walk in humility. Your gifts and callings will make room for you. You don't make room for yourself. You serve the body unconditionally. Can you say amen? You serve unofficially. Forget about the titles. Serve unofficially. Don't get caught up with titles. Get caught up with faithfulness. Get caught up with loyalty. Get caught up with humility. Get caught up with being a committed child of God. Can you say Amen. I know you're getting excited this morning. Amen. I can, I can sense that. Hallelujah. And that's wonderful. So when God begins to move, you'll always get the Spirit. The Holy Spirit, will, that element will always manifest as well. You'll get the demonic manifesting. I was ministering once in a, in a ministry, in, in, and I'll never forget this. While I'm ministering, there was one of the Bible college students sitting in the pew that suddenly just jumped and grabbed my microphone. Don't want to let go of the microphone. Demon possessed. Sitting in the church. You'd be surprised who you got sitting next to you. Don't look right now. I mean, this was a Bible college student. I'm the lecturer in the college. Know this ministry very well, right? And there she is. She just jumps out. Cast the devil out of her. Amen. But what do you do? You just, you cast the devil. The Bible says Jesus cast the devil. Amen. He cast out the spirit with the finger of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we, so we don't get afraid and back away because, because, you, got, you, because you have a demonic manifestation. The, de, the demonic ele, element will always manifest. So you, you'll get that element. Amen. You'll get the Holy Spirit element. Hallelujah. And you'll get also the fleshly element. The flesh will also manifest because the flesh wants attention. There are a lot of people who are attention getters. See? And so there are lots of them want attention, so they do things to get attention. But the Bible says no flesh is going to glory in His presence. You see, on a Sunday morning, you can either come to church with an attitude like this, you see, and, mo and this is what happens most of the time. You see, I'm here, you know. You can come with this kind of an attitude. 
It's just a feed me, feed me, feed me attitude. You know, like children, we are forever consuming. We're, children are consumers. How many of you got children? Amen. You know all about it. Just when we thought, you know, our children have grown up and praise God, now we've got the granddaughter. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for grandchildren. Hallelujah. Amen. They, 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 they complete the family circle of love. Amen. If I knew they were so good, I'll bypass the children. I should have actually bypassed them. I went to say it for the grandchildren. Amen. But, but anyway, we thank God for grand- grandchildren. In South Africa, the word grand means a thousand. See? Everything, every, every, everything is a grand. Okay? Grand in South Africa. Now only one of the, one of the lang- lingos is, if I say that car, how much that cost? That cost a grand. It means a thousand. See? And that's why we are called grandfathers. That's why, that's why we are grandfathers, grandmothers, amen? Because they think we're the ATM machine, you know. <laughs> Everything costs us a grand, like we say. You know, so anyway, you can come to church like this. See, just sit up there, amen, and get your behind conf- conform to the seat, so to speak. Or, you know, you can just sit on, your, on, your, on what we call your blessed verandas, you know, and just sit there. But no, it's time for you to get out of the seat into the streets. Amen. When God touches you, you're never the same. Hallelujah. You just can't help but tell others about the, about, about the love of God. But what God has done for you. Amen. What he's done for you, you can do for others. Can you say amen? And so you can either come like this, or you can either come to church with a servant attitude. Can you say amen? amen. Not blowing your trumpet and singing how great I am. Because it's all about him. Can you say amen? See, if most churches only get the principle right now, there are many churches in the community, many churches, amen, within a certain mile radius. But God called you to this church. He baptized you into this body. You've got to be faithful here. Can you say amen? You've got to take root downward here and bear fruit upward, the Bible says. The Bible says that you may flourish in the courts of our God. Hallelujah. And still bring forth fruit in your old age. Amen. Some of you are getting quiet. I can see that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. See, Pastor Mark shouldn't have started this. Pastor Mark shouldn't have started this revival thing with me. Amen. You know, we went to went to a place called Slidell, Louisiana. The pastor there is Pastor Jerry and his wife Susie. She's gonna be with the Lord now. Cochran, wonderful people. Came to one of our services. In, 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 in Louisiana, God, you know, just he, then afterwards he invited me over to come over to our church. And, and so I went over to his ministry. And when I went there, I went there to, to do, a, 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 um, a do a service. And it was going to be for a week. One week of revival services. Ended up being there for four weeks, 50 services, two services every day for one whole month. Wow. Three to five hour services. God just touched that community. Yes. Amen. God just touched that entire... And we had people from every denominational pastors were flocking in. And we moved out of his building that seats about, uh, maybe, I don't know, about 250, I can't remember exactly what the amount was. But we moved down to downtown City Hall. Amen. You know God's moving now. When you can start right here, Pastor Mark, amen, then move out of this building. Can you say amen? And that's, that's how revival starts. Amen. A pocket group here and a pocket group there. I mean, you know, if you go study past revivals, that's how, that's how it started. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, think about it, being in one ministry, you just invited them to come over, and you see, you can't make revival happen. It's, it's, it's God just sovereignly coming in and touching a community. Can you say amen? 
God, almost like you can feel the steel punch of God. God puts his hand upon that, upon that community and he would not take his hand off. Amen. See, what we need as a nation is we need a revival, an organic, kosher move of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And that will come in and basically and touch the nation, touch the people. Can you say amen? See, you see, it's not who's in the White House, it's who's in the house. Amen. The Bible says it was noised abroad that Jesus was in the house. How can you say amen? We got a noise of the broad. Amen. That God is in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Not some speaker from South Africa. Jesus is in the house. He's the only one that can transform our lives. He's the only one that can make our lives what our lives really need to be by the Spirit of God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Then now we got into that. But anyway, you know, one of the things is if, you, if, I, if, I, if I go back and just share a few things with you, you'll begin to, you'll begin to understand if you go back and study church history, there was a woman by the name of Catherine Coleman. I'm never heard of a powerful woman of God. Amen. I mean, God used her mightily. But this is, this is one, of her famous, one of her famous sayings, one of her famous quotes by Miss Coleman. She stressed this. And this is what she said. She said, God is not looking for golden vessels. God is not looking for silver vessels. God is looking for a healed vessel. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. God is looking for a healed vessel. Say a healed vessel. Well, how do you become a healed vessel? I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you quickly. How many of you have seen a healed sign when you're driving? How many of you got driver's licenses? How many of you illegal? How many of you illegal? Watch it now. We're going on. It's all being taped, right? Here, amen. All right. So, so how, many of you, how many of you are drivers? How many of you seen stop signs? How many of you seen healed signs? Amen. You got a healed. Amen. What do you do when you, when you see that sign? You slow down. I hope you do. Amen. That's what we need to do when you come to church. You know, not give me a shake, I'll rattle and roll. You know, we've got we, we to learn to slow down. When was the last time you slowed down and heard that still small voice speaking to you? You know, we're living in a microwave. You know, it's a microwave culture. We're hot on the outside and cold on the inside. You put some stuff in the microwave sometime, take a bite in it, but almost like you're going to you burn your tongue. But if you really begin to bite into it, it's cold. Most Christians are like that. See, Christians are carnivorous. You know what carnivorous means? We are flesh eaters. We are either biting on each other or the devil. So you choose who you're going to bite on. Amen? <laughs> the Bible says don't devour one another. The Bible says that. In the word of God, it says, do not devour one another. We're devouring each other instead of devouring the devil. Who Christ already conquered for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy and undo and dissolve the works of the devil. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. See, when people walk into the sanctuary, when they walk in here, their confession must be, this is the house of God. This is the gateway to heaven. That's an Old Testament principle. This is the house of God. This is the gateway to heaven. What is a gateway? A gateway is a place of transition. You move from one realm to another realm. How many of you got some gates in your house? Your back gate will probably take you to the back yard. Right? We've got gates today. How many of you got gates? It's a place of transition. 
right? With the place where we live, amen, and uh, there's a gate there, we transition from into the swimming pool, praise God, another realm, can you say amen? But you've got to go through a gate, and you know, you've got to have all your keys and all that stuff. But we tra- a gate is a place of transition. This is the place where God meets with His people, and His people meets with God. But this is not the only place. Say, so surely the presence of the Lord. You know what Jacob said? He said, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. You know, and he said, I did not know it. How many people have heard about Kingdom Rock and they're not in Kingdom Rock? Think about it. Because they don't understand what God is doing in your midst. What God is birthing in your midst. What God wants to bring forth in your midst. Hello, can you say amen? It's all about a legacy. Amen. It's about passing the baton. Can you say amen? See, the thing is, the church is not a a 20-hour dash. This is a marathon. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Amen. And as you keep running, being a lag runner, we call it, as you keep running, it gets more and more difficult. Because now God is testing you. See, our entire life is about a test. Say test. You've got to graduate. How many of you like to graduate? How many of you like to put the gown on and flip the, amen, the tassels? But, but, but you've got you to you you what? You've you got you to pass the test. You wonder why sometimes you're back, back in the wilderness. Because you haven't passed the test. Everything is about a test. God puts us through tests and God wants to see whether we will graduate and go to another level. We talk about another level. We talk about new levels and new devils and, you know, God wants to take us to another level. And come on now, folks. Amen. But, but, but we've got to understand, amen, that we, it's, it's, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are in a class. We are in a class. Amen. This is all about us being in a class. Praise God. You know, when, when, we, when we were pastoring, if you want to become a member of the church, you've got to go through our foundational class. People say, well, you know, I've been serving the Lord, and, and I've been in the way, and yes, that's your problem. You've been in the way. Now get out of the way. See? And say, say, so I've been in the way, you know, for 10 years or 15 years, and you know, and why should I go, and, and why should I go to the foundational class? Because you ain't got no class. Amen? Go start with the basics, praise God. Because basics and balance is what it's all about. Can you say Amen. You know, Dr. Earl Roberts, great man of God, gone on to be the Lord now. And Dr. Earl Roberts said, a true disciple never stops learning. We don't stop learning. Pastor Mark, will, he doesn't stop learning. We don't stop learning. Can you say amen? amen. We, 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 just, we, just, we just keep studying to show ourselves proved unto God. A work will be not ashamed, right? He defined the word of truth. Can you say amen? We just keep studying and studying and studying and studying. Praise God. Why? Because we want, God's got more for us. I said, God's got more for us, Kingdom Rock. Can you say amen? Don't settle for the less. Amen. We are, we are not settlers. We are pioneers. Amen. amen. We're blazing new trails. We call it being a history maker and a trailblazer. Trailblazers. History makers. We call them radical revolutionists. We call it Holy Ghost terrorists. Amen. We are Holy Ghost terrorists. Terrorizing the kingdom of darkness. Terrorizing sickness. Terrorizing poverty. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, one of the things with those terrorists, they've overcome the fear of death. That's what it is. Think about it. Really. Even though, you know, they promised them all this, all, all, you know, all these things about when they're going to, you know, they'll split the hell wide open for sure. But, I mean, the point is, you know, they say you're, they're going to have all these virgins and, you know, all that business going on. But anyway, I don't want to get into that. But they've overcome the fear of death. The Bible says what? They overcame by the, what? By the blood of the Lamb, Revelation 12, 11 and 12. They overcame how? By the blood of the Lamb. How did they overcome? By the word of their testimony. How did they overcome? 
by loving not their lives unto death. You know where we are right now? That's where we are. You say, where is the church right now? Love not your life unto death. You know, uh, the, the story is told once about, about the, you know, the people all sitting and they're worshiping and, you know, and, and, so, and so the thing is the devil just showed up and everybody just took off. Devil manifested in the, right in the church. The one guy sitting out there and, uh, and, and, and the devil says, do you know who I am? He said, yeah, I know who you are. I'm married to your sister. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> anyway, how do we get there? So, <laughs> a man was crying at the graveside. He's crying, he's crying at the graveside. So this one, one guy went out there and said, "You know, uh, you know, you lost a loved one, or you lost a wife." And he said, "No, I'm crying for my wife's ex-husband. Why did he have to die?" <laughs> anyway. Catherine Kuhlman said that she said, healed your will to the will of God. Amen. Amen. Healed your will to the will of God. Give full credit, honor, and glory for everything that is accomplished to the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. When you're led by the Spirit, all you do is follow. Hunger for more, for more of God. Hunger for more of the, for the Word of God. Continually set the Scriptures. Practice the presence of Jesus. Carry it wherever you go. Amen. Practice the presence of Jesus. Carry it wherever you go. Amen. 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 But you've got to practice the presence. You've got to know how to practice the presence of God. Doesn't this come by attending church on a Sunday morning? Thank God for that. Doesn't just come by attending Bible studies and Wednesday. Thank God for that. It's a lifestyle of worship, a lifestyle of giving, a lifestyle of commitment. Can you say amen? I mean, listen, God is calling us to a lifestyle, amen, of worship. Hallelujah. A lifestyle of the, of the supernatural. She says, practice the presence of Jesus. Carry it wherever you go. Make people feel very important, she would stress. God very carefully... That which God has given you. Guard it. Amen. God has given you a gift. Guard the gift. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. God has, God has given you an anointing. Guard that anointing. Praise God. Can you say amen? She says, guard very carefully that which God has given you. And so we need to understand this. You've got to guard that gift. Guard the call. Guard the anointing. Guard the vision. Praise God. Amen. Become a guardian. Hallelujah. Amen. Of the things of God. Hallelujah. Take ownership of the vision of this house. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Take ownership. Praise God. You see, it's not just, you've got to understand, shepherds don't give birth to sheep. Sheep give birth to sheep. Amen? Now think about it. The number of people we've got sitting out here this morning, if everybody will just pray, get one person that you can pray for. Put them on what I call a VIP list. Say VIP list. Get a VIP list. Amen? Because they're very important people. How many of you know if your father's not saved, that's a very important person. Mother's not saved. Maybe even more important person. Can you say amen? Yeah. And then your children are not saved. You know, you've got unsaved loved ones, unsaved neighbors. Yeah. Get a VIP list. Say VIP. VIP. The acronym or acrostic for VIP is very intense prayer. Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Lift them up before God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Lift them up before God. Can you say amen? Yeah. 
Pray for them. Hallelujah. Pray for them every day. The Bible says in Acts 16 verses 31. You and your household shall be saved. Amen. If your children are wayward, away from God. The Bible says they will return to their own borders. Can you say amen? Your children will return to their own borders. They will return from the enemy's territory. Can you say amen? You've got to stand upon the word of God. And speak the word of God. Amen. Situation, circumstances. See, don't study your problem. Study the size of our God. We serve a big God. Can you say amen? I said we serve a big God. Yeah, we are studying our problem. Why don't you study God more? Study the word more. See what God says about the situation. Can you say amen? And begin to speak the word of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says amen in the word of God. The, the centurion said, Lord, speak the word. And my servant will be healed. Can you say amen? Lord, send the word. One translation says, amen. And my child will be saved. Lord, send the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Let revival break forth in our midst. Can you, God sends forth his word. Psalm 107 verse 20. The Bible says God sends his word. And his word heals and delivers and empowers and strengthens. Thank God for the word. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 See, I, I just sense there's a... That God wants to shift some things in your midst. Amen. A shift. Hallelujah. Say shift. Now if you really want to see a shift in your life. The number of the word. The the acrostic or the acronym for the word shift is. S is for serious folks. Are you serious about serving God? Amen. Are you serious about your tithes, your offerings, about your commitment to God. Your commitment to your wife and your commitment. Amen. This is all about him folks. Remember the Bible says that this thing shall turn into a powerful testimony. So kingdom rock exists to give God glory. God may be glorified. Say God may be glorified. The church may be edified. And the devil will be terrified. Amen. That's the testimony. When we share the testimony, it gives God glory. It's an invitation for repetition. So God wants to do it again. And again. Amen. But it's all about giving God glory. See, and God wants to be glorified in our lives. The reason why we stay committed to each other for 41 years, so that he may receive glory. Amen. Thank God for those of you that have got more years, maybe 50 years or how many years you've been married. But, but it's all about him, folks. We're too selfish. Selfishness is the core to, to every problem we face. The biggest problem I've discovered is self. It's me. And the acronym for self is S is for surrender. Amen. Say surrender. Every day you should get on your knees. Praise God. Because why? A knee to knee day changes me every day. Get on your knees. Can you say Amen. Need to need day changes me every day. You ain't going to change without prayer. Humble yourself out of the mighty hand of God. Amen. Self. Acronym. S is for selfish. No. We're turning into surrender. Can you say amen? Say surrender. E is for emptying yourself every day. You've got to empty yourself. How do you expect God to fill you if you're full of yourself? Pride is the is number one killer. Pride coming before a fall. We think we know everything. The Bible says, amen, pride cometh before a fall. Yes, Jesus. Think about pride, what pride can do. It can bring you down. Yes, 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 yes. I don't want to go into that. So S is for what? Surrender. E is for? Emptying yourself. The Bible says God emptied himself. Remember Philippians chapter 2, amen? 
Seven steps of humiliation. Christ went to before he had seven steps of exaltation. God had to disrobe himself. God had to empty himself. What about you and I? All that debris, all the junk that gets on us every day. That's what we need to be. We thank God for the blood. We thank God we need to go before God. Go on our knees. Go on our face before God. That's the safest place to be. Can you say amen? That's the only place for a child of God is, is, in, is stay in a prayer posture. Can you say amen? amen. Alice for loving God. Love God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your mind, with all your soul. Amen. That's how you get it of self. And then the word, what's the next word? S-E-L. Alice for love. F is for fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. He can't fill you if you fill up yourself. Amen. There's a bottle right there. Amen. This bottle is, amen, it depends how you see it. Like we say, whether it's half full or you know, whether it's half empty. This is three-quarter right there. Amen. But I can fill it now, but only up to that level. And I wonder how many of us, when we come to church, amen, we just, we just repent a little bit. You see, and God gives you, see, Reinhard Bonker, great man of God, he said, if, if, you, if you give God a snack blessing, you'll give, if you give God snack prayer time, if you give God a, a snack prayer time, you know, snack time, God will give you a snack blessing. Snack time, snack blessing. Amen. But if you want a real breakthrough, can you say amen? You've got you to you wrestle with God. Jacob, the Bible says, wrestled with God. He said, God, I ain't going to let you go. You have a bad habit. It doesn't matter what the habit is, whether you're smoking, drinking, or whether you're fornicating. It doesn't matter what the habit is, whether it's a sin in your life. You wrestle with God. God, I ain't going to let you go. Because God doesn't call us to be a breakdown people. He's called call us to be a breakthrough people. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? But it, but it takes, listen, it's going to cost you everything. It costs you everything to serve God. It's going to take sacrifice to serve God. Amen. And God is always drawn to the place of sacrifice. And we cannot worship God without sacrifice. That's why God is drawn here. Because of the sacrifices that you make, God is drawn to that place. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. So you see, it depends now how much you want to empty yourself off. Amen. Because once you're touched by God, you're never the same. Can you say amen? Well, now I can make room for more. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. That was, I just gave you an illustration. Let's make room for, let's empty ourselves. Amen. So God can infill us. But God wants to shift some things, I believe, in this ministry. The first thing you've got to become serious about, the leadership. Honor your pastor. Amen. Amen. And honor his wife. You can't honor him without honoring his wife because they both are one. Can you say amen? Amen. You had the pastor, you had his wife. Lots of times people will hit the wife and, you know, if they, if they hit the bride, how many of you know that he's the bridegroom and we are the bride? Amen. Amen. And we take care of the bride as much as we take care of the bridegroom, right? Come on now. And the church is his bride. He's jealous of his bride. Can you say amen? And God has made provision to take care of his bride. Can you say amen? So I pray that you will honor the leadership, honor the vision. Can you say amen? Get in line with what God is saying and doing in the house. Align yourself. Praise God. Amen. Because I send that shift. Everything out of alignment is going to come into divine alignment by the Spirit of God. Everything that's out of alignment in your life is coming into divine alignment in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shift. S is for seriousness. S H is for humility. Say humility. That's the second word in the word shift. S H is for humility. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Keep walking. That's the core. His humility is one of the core values of a child of God. Can you say amen? I had a testimony once from a pastor. Not so long ago. 
There are mega churches that have broke the 20,000, you know, the 20,000 level. Because sometimes you can just level off. And they broke this realm. And there's churches all over the nations that are 100,000, 200,000, 150,000. I'm talking about mega churches. And they said they could not bring up an American pastor on, on that mega church board. Because they meet in different nations. And they said the reason why they could not bring an American pastor on. Because they, well, all the preachers are full of pride. They said pride. Because of pride they would not bring that pastor on to their international team of, of mega church ministers. But thank God they found one pastor. He's from Texas. And they, and they asked him to be part of it. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. You've got to humble yourself. It's not about us. It's about him. Can you say amen? I'm, I'm honored that I could serve God in this capacity. I'm honored that God will, will pick me. Hallelujah. Come on now. pick Pastor Mark. We're nothing really. God knew what was going to take place all my life, and yet he still chose me. Amen. Think about it. And so thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. If God can use us, God can use you. I said if God can use us, God can use you. Amen. Hallelujah. I is for implementation. Anything you hear, pastor teaches the word of God, line upon line, precept upon precept. Implementation, say implementation. implementation. S is for seriousness, shift. H is for humility. I is for implementation. Say implementation. implementation. We've got to implement. Can you say amen? We've got to be doers of the word of God. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. And then what's the last one? S-H-I-F is for being flexible. Say flexible. flexible. You've got to be flexible. You've got to be pliable. You've got to be durable. Can you say amen? amen. You've got to be soaked with oil. You've got to be soaked in the anointing. Can you say amen? amen? You see, you can't be flexible, durable, and pliable if you're not soaked. Amen. God doesn't want you to just sit soaked and sour. Right. Baptized in lemon juice. <laughs> they say children, I read an article the other day, they said children laugh over 300 times a day. Adults, maybe 20. <laughs> If you're lucky, you, you know, you laugh. How many of you know the joy of the Lord is our strength? Amen. 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 We come to church with this, with this, you know, this, this, this baptizing lemon juice face. The Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? So H is I. F is for flexible. And what's the last word? Write that word down. Team-minded or high-minded. Amen. A team player is the only player. Can you say amen? Teamwork. Say teamwork. Makes the dream work. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Teamwork is not, a, is not a virtue, it's a choice. Amen. Teamwork is not a virtue, it's a choice. Hallelujah. Amen. The pastor cannot, Pastor Mark and his dear wife and family, cannot accomplish what God has called them to accomplish in these times unless we flow together as a team. Amen. A cohesive team. Amen. 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 God wants to raise up teams, hallelujah, to get the work done. Amen. So the gospel wheels can start turning. Amen. For God to make the shift and that transition for you to move into that which God has in store for you. I pray that every one of you will rally together and say, Pastor, give your verbal commitment to Pastor Mark and say, Pastor, and to his dear wife and say, you know what? Count me in. Hallelujah. Count me in. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. God is doing something here. God is doing something in your midst. Hallelujah. We call all these empty chests filled in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Because all things that are seen are subject to change. 
all things that are seen are temporal and all things that are unseen are eternal and I prophesy to you this morning in the name of Jesus if you would rededicate and recommit yourself to the vision hallelujah amen and to say I really receive what God is saying and doing in this hour praise God I want to be part of what God is saying I don't want to be left out in the cold I want to be right in the center of what God is doing can you say amen we always say when God is moving we want to be right in the middle of what God is doing hallelujah Bow your hearts and pray with me this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want us to pray this prayer this morning. It's a prayer to rededicate your life, reconsecrate your life. And I come to you this morning, amen. I believe that God has commissioned us. Amen. This was not just a time that Pastor Mark just said, you know, can you come? I believe that July, this date and this Sunday was marked, amen, in God's calendar. This is the date with destiny, praise God, amen. This is the day where God is calling you, amen, to some of you had that fire. Some of you had that, had that zeal, the zeal of the Lord has eaten me up. And some of you were on fire for God once. You had a passion for the things of God. Lost your passion, lost your fire, lost your desire. But you need the, God wants to release fire today in the name of Jesus. Release the fresh oil of the Spirit of God. He wants to come like a mighty rushing wind. Hallelujah. He wants you to have what we call an, an epiphany, which is a sudden manifestation. Hallelujah. Amen. See, sometimes we, we got to strike a vein. Amen. We're going just, to just keep moving, as it were, like Elijah taking that mantle and striking. Amen. The Bible says he took his mantle and he struck, the Bible says he struck the water this way, either and thither. And, that, and the Bible says that that waters begin to divide. Hallelujah. Amen. God is drawing a, drawing a dividing line today and he's calling upon you and he's saying you need to rise up and be counted in this hour can you say amen god is counting on you yes we count on god but can he count on you see that's the bottom line hallelujah thank you lord jesus and so and so god wants to come amen with fresh oil god wants to touch the bible says while they were seated in the upper room suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind and it filled all those hallelujah that were seated out there the bible talks about cloven tongues of fire 120 people in that upper room out of flame amen god's got a flame that burns your name my brother my sister hallelujah god has there was 120 people and there were 120 flames what does that mean it means that god has a flame that burns your name can you say amen god's calling you hallelujah and you say well i don't know if i could do this i don't know if i can serve god i don't know if i can be a witness Yes, you can. Amen. Praise God. Yes, you can. God wants to, God wants to empower you, wants to strengthen you. Well, God values you. Hallelujah. God's got a place for you in his economy. And he's calling you today to come out from amongst them and be separate, saith the Lord. And I will receive you and be a father unto you. Amen. And you'll be my child. But you've got to come out. Hallelujah. You've got, to, you've got to stake your life and stake your life upon the cross. Stake your life upon the blood. Stake your life upon the word of God. And say, Father, I thank you today. Amen. I'm not going to quit i'm gonna keep serving you yes things go yes things all of us go through stuff and we all of us go through difficulties and and we all all of us go through amen through to, to times of rough times in our lives and we all of us go through sickness and loss of loved one and and amen a loss of a child and and then somebody's taken ill but god amen he's still on the throne hallelujah god he's still with his people today you say i want to rededicate my life to god i want to reconsecrate my life to god See, repentance is not just repenting once and giving your life to Jesus. Repentance has three different aspects to it. Number one is initial repentance. I got saved 5, 10, 15 years ago. 
Then there's specific repentance for the things that you've done wrong. You confess them one by one because you sinned one by one. You know exactly. When you came to Jesus, you didn't have to confess your sins. All the Bible says, believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll be saved. You never got saved because you had a good memory. You just got saved by, by just saying, Lord... I believe thou art the Son of God. I have faith in the finished work of Calvary. I have, I have, I have faith in the, amen, in that finished work. Praise God. Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I renounce the devil and all his works, and you receive Jesus initially. But while you're serving him, all this debris, all the muck, all the mire, amen, comes your way and you get getting filled. And that's what the, that's what the Bible calls about, talks about the Philistines. They want to keep filling you, keep filling those wells and, and keep blocking the, the hand of God from moving and doing great things in your life, in your home, in your family, in your business, in your ministry. And God today wants to lift that thing. God wants to lift it off your life in the name of Jesus. And then it's being in a state of ongoing repentance. See, repentance has got to be in a state of ongoing. God speaks, I repent. God speaks, I repent. Being in a state of ongoing repentance. That's what the life is. I want to be in a state of ongoing repentance. I repent every day. Not because of some physical sin or some emotional sin or mental sin. or, or it does, It's, it's nothing to do about that. It has to do with attitude. How easily we can forget. We stay in, a, in an attitude of ongoing repentance. Prayerlessness. Lack of the word. Think about it. Amen. Lack of worship. Lack of our commitment. But today you say, look, I'm going to trust God to rededicate my life. Reconsecrate my life. Maybe you've never done that before. But would you pray this prayer right where you're at? Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in that name that's above every other name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me with your precious blood. I renounce the devil and all his works. Satan, take your hands. Take your filthy hands off my life, off my home, my family, my children, my church, my nation. In the name of Jesus, I serve notice upon you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be gone. I renounce the devil. I renounce every genetic curse. Any curse that has come into my life through my mother's bloodline or my father's bloodline. I take the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, and I cut it off. I thank you, Father, now with the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. That curse is severed, cut off. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm a child of God. Born again by your spirit. Thank you for that incorruptible word. I'm healed. I am delivered. I am set free. In the name of Jesus. While we are, while we're in attitude of prayer. And no one's looking around. My time is almost done.
But today you have rededicated your life to the call of God. In one area or another. Let me see your hand very quickly if you're done.